Hi, Lauren. Hi, Sam. Are you ready to talk about Krampus? I am, because after all, we are the Watchers of Movies. Guys, we just filmed our first TikTok together. <laughs> yes. And I'm excited. What a day. And I'm going to post it, and it's going to be adorable, because we're both <laughs> adorable. So, <laughs> like, you can't see me what I just did, but I just did the cute little, like, hands under the chin. Mm-hmm. And batting the eyes, <laughs> you know? She's going for it. <laughs> so, it's going to be fun. It's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I watched this movie. Mm. It, was, uh, it was another Christmas movie. It was not... It was a different one. It was called... I think it was called High Holiday. And it was with Shannon Sossaman and Tom Arnold and um Jesus in a nineties movie? No, it was it came out like maybe 2021 or something. Really? And t- uh what is her name? Tilly. She's got that really like high pitched voice. Oh know? yeah. I know she who was you're like talking about Bride of Chucky. Yes. I know who <laughs> you're talking, talking about, about, but yeah. I don't know her name. I can't I'm I'm like totally blanking on her name. Anyway, so uh <clears throat> it's about this woman and her boyfriend and they uh, go to the parents' house to like celebrate Christmas. But she's like, everyone's so uptight. What if we put weed in the salad dressing and everyone will get super stoned? And so the dad was running for like senator or something under like a conservative of course, platform. Always. And he gets super stoned because you know, it's like it's, I guess, very, very potent salad dressing. <laughs> I'm like, please tell me how to make that. Yeah, what I'm is interested. this recipe? Um, so I actually probably, I think I just figured out how to make it. I think that you could probably just cook um, the weed in olive oil and then just strain the leaves out and use the olive oil. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Coke. Cause it, it's, um, fat soluble. So oh, yeah. Okay. So like better uh, oils that have like more fat in them are better for it. Like, uh, coconut oil is really good because it has a lot of fat in it oh. or like a lot of, uh, I think saturated fat. Anyway. So whatever, either way, this guy, is coming to interview him and so he's like losing his shit and like running around and like going like fully dressed in the pool and everything and it ends actually ended like very sweetly like it was very surprising because the guy was like well sir how do you feel about um legalizing marijuana and he starts telling the story tom arnold starts telling the story and he said well my father was a big alcoholic he was very drunk all the time and when he got drunk he would hit my mom and he's like and he was very violent and it really affected me in a negative way and and the guy's like sir i understand that but what does this have to do with the legalization of marijuana and he says i have never known a single person who has ever smoked marijuana and ever been violent he's and it was like it was kind of like really touching because alcohol is such an issue you know with i mean it it really like changes like people will be a totally calm and nice person when they're not drinking and then they drink and they're suddenly like super violent. Like, I mean, alcohol is terrible. And I'm not saying that we should ban it like prohibition. I don't think that's the answer. I think that, but you know, it it was just nice to like hear that. And it was kind of like almost like not like vilifying weed in a different way than you accept alcohol is maybe what you're getting at. Like, right, right, right. why do we socially accept everybody drinking alcohol, but 
people smoking weed is like a big problem. Right, right. And there's just been so many studies that weed has significantly helped in medical ways and stuff like that. And um, so it was it was kind of it was kind of heartfelt. It made me feel a little bit good. And I kind of liked it. It wasn't the best, but it was enjoyable. And it was kind of fun. And um and I haven't seen Shannon Sossaman in anything for like a long time. Yeah, me neither. You know, I think the last thing I saw her in was, I think it was Sinister 2. And Jeez. I don't think I finished the movie because the first one was good. It was with Ethan Hawke. That's, I think that we should, I was telling you that we should review that. Oh, yeah. Um, but the second one, I was like, how are they going to even do this? No, you know what? I think I did finish it. And I went like, <sighs> it kind of like, it kind of like, peeled off from the lore of like the first one and i was like okay i really hate when they do this you know like yeah. that's a that's a big big pet peeve of mine because you've already established something so why are you now bringing something else into what is already established yeah. you know so yeah. yeah but um yeah that was that's it about that oh no i just thought it was kind of it was on i think hulu or maybe netflix and it was just like just kind of like a fun little stoned holiday romp <laughs> the high nice. holiday yeah high holiday so <clears throat> yeah that's uh, that's it yeah. nice awesome <clears throat> so yeah did you see anything new you want to i've been watching the talk about harry and megan documentary on netflix oh yeah how's that going it's interesting i watched the first three episodes and then i guess the next three are drop in tomorrow maybe oh, i hate when they do Thursday. that i'm like how dare you not let me binge everything at once yeah i kind of <laughs> like it I like being forced to throttle myself because otherwise I'm out of control. So, um, like when they did that with a friend of the family, I was like, "How absolute dare you?" Yeah, I like it when they do it with the Great British British Baking Show because then I have so much to watch. You know what I mean? It's it's really nice. It's interesting. It's good. I don't. I mean, I think there's a lot of people with a lot of opinions about Harry and Meghan, and I feel like I am on their side for most things and i was before the documentary and the documentary really Wait, hasn't on changed side? Harry. on harry and Meghan's side because okay. didn't they like leave the royal family or something yeah, they did and and it was like a whole big to do and i was like you know as much as i respect i i i don't disrespect the institution of the royal family i think it's cool that England has this culture of royal, the royal family, and it's just different than what we're used to. So it's easy to just poke at it and be like, that's stupid. Well, you know, I don't really fully understand the ins and outs of it, but I do think that he is entitled to living life under his terms. And yeah. so I can't fault yeah. him for that. And I do think it's weird that, like, this like concept of a royal family would be so so bizarre as to like when he leaves the family they're like well you just can't be protected by our security anymore and i'm like are you kidding me like that's weird i was like he doesn't stop well being the a president royal, you know the, i mean the president of the united states always has a security detail even after he's not the president anymore yeah right and anyway all that's to say is i never thought that they were i never thought that the decisions they were making were bad i always thought like good for you guys live your lives you know go do your thing he's not going to be king of england probably if he does become queen king of england it's because it's a very big tragedy has happened you yeah know? so it's time, like big time let him live isn't it just like it's not just william it's like william's 
son too yeah, right? yeah. well william has three kids now so i so think it'd be harry would be kid. after all of the kids okay yeah i think it's an interesting story and i think good for you guys for you know living life on your own terms well this isn't um the first time historically this has happened within that family uh queen elizabeth's brother had married a, an actress and had like abdicated abdicated the throne that's why she became queen no of her him. uncle oh her uncle mm-hmm. wallace simpson he married yeah wallace simpson. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so yep. yeah mm-hmm. and he abdicated the throne so i guess i was wrong about that but no, you, you got, you know, it's the same idea right. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah anyway. you're fine but yeah so it's it's definitely um it's interesting just the whole thing is like it's i I was looking before Megan married him. I was looking at all the things that she had to give up and it was like acting and doing whatever, you know, like if any sort of she had like a blog, she couldn't do that. And I was just like, you're giving all these things up and having all these restrictions for I mean, yeah, you might be really in love. But to me, like, I don't think I would want to do that if I had to give up all these things that I love to marry someone because to me, that's part of me. You know, that's like. If you, if like I can't have that and that's part of the way that I express myself, I don't know if that marriage would work out. I would be miserable, you know? Even if I love the person in the long run, am I going to be giving up part of myself in order to fit in with this family? You know? And, you know, I don't, I don't know a lot about this. I can't really have an opinion. I just think personally that's not something that I would seek out. I think I would be very miserable in that kind of spotlight, you know? Yeah, well, I definitely don't think that it doesn't feel like she was coerced into giving up those things. It sounded, you know, I mean, I think that it was a mutual decision for her to, she knew the stakes. Right, right. You know, when she got into a relationship with him and she doesn't whine about, she's never whining about like things she had to give up necessarily in that regard. Because I agree with you. I think it's weird that you'd have to give up your own brand almost. But yeah, that's not even like that doesn't even seem to be the issue the issue is just how terrible like the tabloids are and anyway i haven't finished the whole thing but yeah no i I think it is kind of weird that you have to give up so much but i definitely don't think that she was blindsided by having to give up. right no i'm sure she wasn't but i'm just thinking from my own personal it's like "Mm, no thanks i'm good you know yeah no i agree with you like i I think i'd be like no i want to i don't know i mean I think at a certain point you have to decide, like, do I love this person or do I love this blog? And I don't think, and I'm not trying to cheapen it by putting the two together. I mean, like, because you really have to have that decision. You have to make that decision. And it's like, I love my blog and I'll find somebody else. Then you move on, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It sounds shallow saying it out loud, but I don't mean it in a shallow way. No, I I get I get it. She has a podcast now. I think Mm -hmm. I told you about it called Archetypes. So I haven't listened to it, but I yeah, I, I was curious about it, and I was I don't know I never <laughs> I just honestly I just listen to like the same like three or four podcasts over <laughs> and over again. It's like Noble Blood, Morbid, Rotten Mango, and what's the other one? Crimes of Passion. So they're all like they're all like crime based. Well, Noble Blood isn't quite, but you know. Um, <laughs> You know, they're all, like, crime-based. It's not... Yeah. You know? So, do you want to talk about the movie? Let's do it. Okay. So, I'll give a little synopsis. So, Krampus is... um, This family all gets together on Christmas. It's, like, 
the 23rd of December or something like that. And um, Christmas Eve Eve. Yes. Or as I like to call it, Christmas Adam, because Adam came before Eve. I <laughs> get it. It's a sex joke, but also a Christmas joke. <laughs> what do you mean came? Come on. Like came? Like had an orgasm? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, you didn't think it was that funny. Okay. Well, I just laughed by myself. That's fine. <laughs> I actually, I have to say before I do the um, do the synopsis. So, uh, one of my old jobs, I was fairly, like, my, my supervisor was, like, close to my age. And I came in and I told them that joke. And I was, like, one of those things where I was, like, this could either go one of two ways. People are going to think it's funny or you're going to get in trouble. And I was, like, let's just do it anyway. <laughs> like whatever i like it that's good comedy (laughs) so i came in and i told them that and they laughed pretty loud and i was like yes (laughs) like success (laughs) and i didn't get in trouble it was it felt felt really good yeah vindicated so obviously i tell that joke more to people and then sometimes they don't laugh and sometimes i laugh a lot more and it makes up for it Right. That's right. Okay. So the number anyway. one goal of humor is to amuse yourself, and then if totally. other people laugh, yeah. then it's that's unless just you're cherry a professional comedian, and then in that case, you're not doing it right. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know. My theory of comedy is if you're having fun, who cares if anybody else is? That's <laughs> true. Uh, so anyway, so it's about this family that is celebrating, or they're about to celebrate Christmas, and all of a sudden, all the lights go out in the street, and they're, like, noticing a bunch of really uh, creepy-ass snowmen outside, snowmen outside, and then all hell breaks loose, like, literally, and Krampus starts showing up. So, how did you feel about this movie? I thought it was okay. I thought it had a really strong first half. I was really into the first half, and I was quite enjoying it. And then I thought it tanked pretty quickly and started really like careening down a cliff of just corniness in a bad yeah. way, bad mm-hmm. special effects, just really dumb. And I liked the very ending. I thought the whole resolution of everything was good, but the second half really took a turn and I was like, I'm not enjoying this movie anymore. Yeah. Yeah. How did you feel? Um, I didn't really like it. I thought it was pretty stupid. <laughs> to be honest with you, I think that it, I kind of felt the way that you did. I So I did not take my ADHD medication today and I could tell that I didn't because I could like not sit still. Like I was, I kept getting up and I kept pausing and like moving around and like doing other stuff. So I was, it took me like two hours to watch this movie because I kept getting up and doing stuff. Um, and I just, and normally if a movie is good and I like it, that's not an issue. But for this one, I really didn't care about this movie. I didn't care. I kind of liked the characters I really like Tony Collette and Adam Scott and I thought that they were very good as a married couple that was like an unexpected casting but I don't think it was a bad casting you know mm-hmm. what I mean I thought I was like oh I wouldn't ever like think of putting these two together but I think that they worked well off of each other and um I think the moment that really turned for me is when the kid the Howie or whatever the the like kid that had like no lines because he was just like I don't know he maybe had just like one brain cell or something it's kind yeah. of what he looked like um and, and well even the daughter said that 
she said her cousins are like on the low end of the gene pool or whatever and i was like well she's not wrong yeah (laughs) you just had a blank stare the whole time right like and and you know the other boy let's see i need to pull up their cast list real quick hold on wow seth green was in this movie what as lumpy i guess no he must have been one of the he must have been in uh well whatever (laughs) like seth green Oh, wait, Seth Green. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of the other Seth that was famous for a while for being like gross out humor. He was like engaged to Drew Barrymore. Tom Green? Yes. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Not Seth. It was another, <laughs> another green. green. Yeah. It was another green. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so Max. So Max was talking to Howie, and Howie's just like. And and Max is, like, asking him, like, what are you looking forward to for Christmas? What kind of presents do you want? Like, anything. He's, like, asking him all these questions that I feel how we should be, like, oh, yeah, I'm looking for, like, an RC helicopter or whatever. You know what I mean? Any, like, I'm trying to think of, like, things boys like. Also, that would probably be something that I would like because, like, it's fun. But, um, (laughs) you know, something like that. And he's just staring at him, has this, like, the, like, goldfish mouth, you know? Yeah. Like, kind of open, like, uh, what? And he doesn't even say anything. And I was like, okay, bye, Howie. Nice to see you, too, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> and um, and the moment that I think really turned for me was when the chain comes down of the chimney. And there's, like, the gingerbread first of all i thought that was like a toy i didn't think it was food yeah and the kid howie goes and he reaches for it and he eats it and i was like okay first of all ew, that's from the fireplace like you that could have been there forever for like we don't know you know and also ew, why would you reach in and eat it like why would that be your first instinct i would just be like oh weird i don't even think i'd touch it i'd be like uh yeah weird this is weird you know i thought that too like why doesn't he think this is weird right and he's just like to be like an augustus gloop sort of thing i was just thinking that too like it's like it's like because he's the first one that gets oh no no it's um with the 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 girl yeah beth that gets taken um i i really like was kind of hoping that this movie was going to be a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. And I think if it had just been Krampus, I could have been on board with it. But the fact that there was like this multitude of like creepy ass toys that were part of it really took me out of the film. Yeah. You know, like it felt like it felt like someone was trying to imitate like a Jim Henson movie, but like a nightmarish Jim Henson movie and just they're not Jim Henson, so they're not going to do it. They're not. You know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. just like, well... And and it was just... I don't know. I, I didn't think there was anything particularly super compelling about the movie other than the cast I thought was good. I really liked the grandma. Mm-hmm. I loved her. The German grandma. I was like, it just makes me sad because I have no grandparents left. <laughs> not that I want my German grandma, but um, anyway, <laughs> I liked my Italian grandma a lot more than I liked my German grandmother, and everyone in my family knows it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I really, like, I kind of was just kind of bored by it. I didn't think it was anything particularly interesting or even really good. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, I really don't care for, like, the scary toy trope. No, I feel me like 
people who say like dolls are scary i put them in the category of people who say clowns are scary and i think that it's just like one cool person sometime in the past said dolls were scary and so now people just jump on this weird bandwagon with toys and dolls being scary and that I don't know, really though. annoys me. Grand Rapids Public Museum and seen that one creepy ass doll that looks like it's horribly like <laughs> what's that word? Possessed. <laughs> yeah, I have. But I just <laughs> I don't know, like I've never thought dolls were scary. I oh. think there can be an individual doll that's got a bad look or like was made in a creepy way. But I just I just think it's so tropey, you know, like the basis of her movie being like scary toys that's not scary yeah. and all the also the fact that they're all cgi like they're not scary cgi right. isn't scary to me and i really liked when the sister was her name sarah beth. beth when beth was um she was walking to her boyfriend's house in the blizzard because all the power had gone out and she sees krampus like land on the roof of a house on the street and you just see his horns and then she starts running from him and she goes under that delivery truck and then you just see his feet. Yeah. And I thought that that was really cool and creepy. And Me I too. think that they had like such good restraint from showing him at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then when they started showing all of his like elves and little like hench, hench gingerbread men and stuff like that. At, <laughs> yeah. And it's all just computer animated. I'm like, oh, this is, I don't like this. It's stupid. And yeah. And then, um, Oh, I want to say real quick, just that part. I, the delivery driver, like, frozen, dead in fear. That was also a little creepy, because you're like, oh, shit. Like, something, what did he like, see? Like, what happened yeah. here? Yeah. So, I agree with you. The, the whole... I've always been a proponent of not showing as much of the supernatural creature as you can. Like, sure, showing hints of it, but I think full on in the face. Like, looking at his face, I really was like why did they choose that face of all the faces to use it just looked like an old it looks like guy like, like a santa claus yeah like, like a, an evil santa like claus. a like someone who's maybe like done meth every day of his life yeah, forever like and you know like it's like man. yeah very it was just like not like to me krampus is more like a demonic goat like creature well i was you know? shocked that i was shocked to see that it was a man's face me too and then the hood, it seemed like the hood had the horns on it. It wasn't his head that had horns, and that right. was, like, confusing to me. And um, But I really liked when uh, Adam Scott, so Tom and David Keckner, Howard, so Tom and Howard went to the boyfriend's house, and they saw the hoof prints in the sand, and then the, the fireplace, snow. sorry, the hoof prints in the snow, and then the fireplace was all, like, torn up right i thought that that was really cool and uh i liked that allusion like alluding to the fact that something really weird has happened here and there's a weird creature and i was shocked when they showed krampus at the end to see that he had a human face with just like a super long tongue and i thought yeah like, this, and it really made me angry because i believe the face was i think that it was cgi i don't think it was a mask and that i thought that was really lazy and i first of all was like oh this isn't an animal so this is like a right, fawn or right. something except the horns are on the hood not on his head right unless you're supposed to believe that they had like hood hole like horn holes but <laughs> i don't think they did because i took a photo of it and like zoomed in and um so i was expecting you know the grand reveal of krampus to be more 
uh, like alarming right yeah and it actually was and that was disappointing to me and i was like oh yeah it's it's more cgi well and especially since it's like a creature from hell and it has goat like features that you would think that because like you know usually like goats are like associated with like satanism you know what i mean so to me I I guess I associate Krampus with like a sort of Satanistic type of view or whatever, you know, I mean, I don't know, but that's always kind of what I viewed it as. It was like Santa's good and pure and angelic. And then Krampus is like the devil aspect of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I just the whole like the whole fact that there was just like this weird, like lumpy face was like, what? And it wasn't that creepy. It was just kind of like. Like, oh, no, don't touch me. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, yeah, oh, my God, I'm going to die. It was you know? like watching the Polar Express. <laughs> you know, and I actually animation. thought the Polar Express was creepier than Krampus. So <laughs> than that's Krampus. saying something. Yeah, so I was a little bit disappointed by that. And I thought it was neat when the grandma, Omi, was telling the story. Well, I had a couple. Okay. I thought it was neat when she was telling the story of when Krampus visited her the first time because it was like stop motion yeah, animation I that was almost. Cool too, I don't yeah. know if it was stop motion, but it, or if it was just animation made to look like, like stop if motion. The whole but we had been stop animation. I think it would have been much that better. That would have been really yeah. cool. Yeah. Like if Guillermo del Toro did it or yeah. something. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and he's um, very good with making his monsters look very unique too. and creepy. Yeah. yeah. So when she was telling the story of how you know Krampus comes because you've lost your holiday spirit. And the little boy ripped up his letter to Santa and threw it out the window. So he had lost his holiday spirit. And she was telling when she was a girl in Germany or whatever, during the war, she didn't have any holiday spirit. And her parents were fighting and there was no food to eat. And so she wished that everybody would die or go away or something because she lost her Christmas spirit. Right. And Krampus came and he killed everyone (laughs) in the village, I guess, and her parents and left her alive. And and she was telling the story and... and (laughs) My first thought at the end was to totally victim blame and to be like, Omi should have tried harder to make sure that Christmas spirit wasn't lost because she knew what the stakes were. Um, (laughs) I didn't even think of that, but that is kind of true. I mean, and number two, um, she had this whole rule about like keeping the fire hot. Mm-hmm. And then she fell asleep, and the fire went out. And I was that's thinking how that the little too. kid got taken, and I was like, "You just established that <laughs> the fire being hot, right, is a way to I don't know not get taken by Krampus." But right. the first thing she does is let like not like you should have told that story. I don't know, maybe like six hours before she ended up telling the story. Because I don't think she told it until after Howie was taken. I think, yeah. And I was like, okay... Only. I think maybe she was hoping that this wasn't happening. Probably. Or I something. think that's what you're supposed to think. But like, I, I mean... Yeah. Or maybe she was like under some sort of like... I don't I don't want to say like delusion because I don't think she was delusional but maybe just un, under some sort of you know because like hope is a very strong thing even if you know that there is no hope you can sometimes have a little bit of it you know and I think that maybe that was the case where she was like well maybe when this happened when I was younger it wasn't actually Krampus and it, you know what I mean like you're sure because you were a kid she was right, a little you're trying kid to like and, justify yeah. like this isn't what I actually saw what I actually saw was a human killing everyone or something like that you know especially during the war i think you could justify that sure yeah yeah, if you're a little Mm -hmm. child seeing something traumatic i think it's totally justifiable that you can be like in your mind well it wasn't the nazis or whatever 
I'm assuming World War II. Uh, it wasn't the yeah, Nazis. She's, she's not old enough to be in <laughs> a different war. Well, I was like, I mean, I don't know. It's like I was like Korean, like Vietnam War, but like those didn't happen in Germany. So you know. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Um, I could I could see her justifying in her mind like, oh, I just saw something horrific. Well, I'm going to explain it away by saying it is a monster instead, which I think would make sense because at that age, you just don't know how to comprehend what you've seen. Right. You know? Yeah. And there's no one there to go. No, this is what actually happened. But she did have the bell that Krampus gave to her that right. said like from Krampus. Yeah. <laughs> Love Krampus. And so <laughs> meanwhile, on the other side of the city. <laughs> So, so I, I just feel like she she knew the stakes. She probably should have uh-huh. worked a little harder. And- You're right. Yeah. You know, I think that that Max would have maybe really benefited from going on the Polar Express to go see Santa. <laughs> Krampus never would have come because he wouldn't have lost his holiday spirit. <laughs> exactly. And uh, I not only th- that, but everyone else in the neighborhood has to suffer just because this one the kid. the same thing. Like, I guess that her whole village was killed, too. Right. But this kid, this kid lost his Christmas spirit, so the whole city. And, like, the beginning, the opening credits are just, like, people stampeding at what you can only think yeah. is a Black Friday sale, basically. Which I thought was a very clever way of doing, like, showing such, like, violence and intense, like, capitalism, you know, over this, this like the what was it like the weather outside is frightful. So it's like this really like low yeah, key Christmas song, and then there's all these people that are like pra- like one dude is working at the store and he opens the doors and a guy fucking steps on the well, guy's chest. I mean, people like, died from like the yes. Walmart stampede. I think it was a Walmart stampede. Yeah, yeah. And so That's now stores insane. are just like, well, we should just stay open so people don't stampede instead of being like. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't like stampede. Yeah. Maybe we we shouldn't keep building up this type of yeah. situation. But I guess I know. now with like online deals and stuff, there's really Black Friday is kind of like becoming just multiple days of sales, which is good. I think. Yeah. Also, I think it. <laughs> I think that it's a sham a lot of the time anyway because somebody that I overheard somebody who worked in retail saying she worked at a department store. Uh, it was called Hudson's. It's Macy's. It, now it's called Macy's. Or now at the mall, it's Macy's. But mm-hmm. before Macy's, it was Hudson's. And I think it was before maybe you moved to this side of the state. But um, right. she said she worked at Hudson's. And like they would have big sales. But the night before the sales, they had to go around and mark everything up so that the sales would bring them down to the same price they were. Oh. And so anyway. that's So just, you're not even getting... Well, I mean, it feels like you're getting a deal, but you probably could have bought whatever you wanted to buy. And like, like Best Buy will put TVs on sale for like Black Friday, right? But the TV will have like one less HDMI port than one that you could get for the same price six months earlier. You know, you could get one for the same price. At least that's what like a few years ago. That's what I heard. Uh, I, you know, I've never looked into it, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think the Black Friday deals are always what they seem to be right right so yeah no i (laughs) i was watching i was watching a tiktok actually and a guy was talking about he's like why why would you line up for a black friday sale when you can just buy everything online and you're kind of probably get a better deal and i was like shit that guy's not that i i would do that but um 
a couple Christmases ago, this was like way before the pandemic, my parents' uh, electricity went out in their house and it was my sister, my mom, and my dad. And so they just stayed in the living room. Uh, I was here. I don't know why they couldn't have come over here, but they didn't. So, and I wasn't aware of it until the next day that oh, this happened. Okay. So, yeah. So, but you my were just mom. just here like opening your window because you're like, I am just too warm. I am too cozy. My heat is working here. too good. <laughs> I know. I was like, guys, you could have slept on my floor. Like, or somebody to take the couch or whatever. You know, like whatever they they were like, no, we were fine. So, because they have a fireplace in there, so they were they were okay. But I hope they kept it hot. They did because they're still here. So. <laughs> yeah, the Krampus did not come for them, and um, Krampus can't come for me because I don't have a fireplace. So I'm very mm, lucky. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> but at like one in the morning, they were like, let's go to Old Navy. <laughs> That sounds Black fun. Friday yeah, shopping. That sounds oh no, fun. it wasn't Christmas. It was Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. So it was like she's like, let's go to. Like Old Navy at one in the morning, so they're like shopping till like three in the morning. That sounds fun, yeah. yeah. Staying warm, right? Yeah. yeah. And I guess my dad was just at home snoozing on the floor next to the fire, or whatever. He was just <laughs> nice. chilling. So, um, yeah, that's but, an adventure, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's. But to me, I think I've maybe gone to one or two Black Friday sales, and they don't do anything for me. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not ever looking for like big ticket items and i was gonna wait like because i have my I got, I got a new computer months and months ago you know and i was gonna wait until black friday but then i was like i needed it because i needed to use like a video chat and so and my old computer was just like it was dying you know and it's still a good computer but it's just old and it didn't have any volume so i was like i need a new computer in order to be able to like video chat like I need I like it, how you, know? you just qualified it like your old computer might be listening and getting sad. <laughs> it's still a great computer. It's just I just all these things are going I wrong just with love it. it. I feel guilty. <laughs> I like it feel uh, the, the old computer was like, "What? You're replacing me?" And I was like, "It's okay. Don't worry." I'm still putting you in my drawer. <laughs> I'm get rid I, of you. I don't know how to get rid of you because you have a really bad battery in you. That's Actually, how I feel the about my old fine. computer. No, I just mean like I don't want to put it in a landfill. Right, yeah. Like the battery is really bad for the environment. <laughs> so I'm like, so I guess I'm just going to have like at the end of my life, I'm just going to have a whole collection of old <laughs> laptops that I was afraid to throw in a landfill. I don't know. My old one, my old, old one before I had gotten, so like my i'm trying to think about explaining like it wasn't the last one i had it was the one before that that one when i finally got my new one i finally threw away that one but i had that one for like probably just seven years just sitting in a drawer yeah you know and i don't even think it could have connected to the internet anymore at that point and it was so heavy that thing was like 20 pounds it was like you'd carry on your shoulder and you'd be like oh my god my shoulder is killing me and it's like it's <laughs> of this damn freaking laptop man like anyway i liked that omi and max sort of had like a little bond and i liked the family didn't even seem that bad the initial family like tony collette adam scott the two kids and, and the right. grandma they just seem like normal people who just got distracted like anybody would and right. are sort of like losing their paths a little bit like anyone does right and i thought that was nice they didn't seem extreme but then the like her sister's family came linda and howie and their kids came and they're like linda and howard Howard. the kid's name was howie yeah and they had two girls that uh you learn oh i I like that max's letter to santa is like 
dear santa let me lay out the exposition for the major motion picture that's happening in my life right now so he put a lot of stuff in his letter to santa and i was like does he write this every year is this just for my benefit as the viewer because he's like Howard wants his two girls to be boys. So he comes yeah, in like and he's the girl got these... like flips over the thing and she's like, Our dad does not want us to be boys. And I was like, Are you sure about that? Because look at the way you're dressed. Yeah, I'm just saying, very, like, like very masculine clothing, you know, very he's like encouraging them to wrestle. Yeah. And, and yeah. And it, he's yeah. And they have a baby that they totally forget in the car. And Adam Scott's like, Isn't there another baby? And they're I, like, Oh, oh, she's in the car. I know. I like how I all I could think of it in that part when he's like, Isn't there another like and he couldn't he like couldn't find the words. He's like, child? And they're like, Oh, right, the baby. And I was like, so if he didn't say anything, would the baby have just frozen to death? Apparently, because yeah. Everyone forgets they have a fourth child, apparently. And a I was, baby that's like, totally a baby. dependent on them. I know, yeah. I know. And they bring their dog, which yeah. is fine. The dog was cute. I like the but dog. Then later in the movie, when the one of the toys, one of the possessed toys was like crawling through the vents of the house they send the dog up to him and i'm like why are you sending the dog the do- that toy no, just I don't think ate the, a child the dog no he max like takes the grate off of the ducks and he's like go in there and get him right but i think that the dog like wanted to do it you know like the dog was like pawing at the yeah, gate like, my dog wanted to eat all kinds of stuff but here you go stella right eat right. this whole chocolate cake because you want it <laughs> right right no i get yeah i get what you it's mean it's not that the dog didn't want to i know what you're saying but yeah. i don't know why they thought a little dog like that was going to defeat a demonic <laughs> spirit from the underworld i know i thought it was fitting that the dog died because he could not have beat those i don't know what max was thinking he's like go get him and i was like where's this heroicness coming from a dog that has probably has respiratory issues because he's bred to have a oh, yeah, short yeah. snout what was that like a like a bulldog English or something, bulldog or something. Yeah. yeah i think so anyway so yeah. <laughs> i thought that was really stupid but that was i guess how they could get rid of the dog without us having to see the dog die Oh, I guess I, I guess didn't realize that the sense. dog even got killed. I don't know. I guess I totally he missed went to that. The farm. He went to the great farm in the sky. Uh, no, the rainbow I mean, bridge. Yeah. So the dog died off camera, which I guess is the best way to have it done. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, they have to kill the dog. Like, and why do you gotta do it? Yeah. You know? Like, come on. <laughs> like, kill everyone else, but keep the dog alive. <laughs> That's usually, yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> We're like, who cares about the humans? <laughs> Keep the damn dog alive. <laughs> and um, so, I also thought it was interesting that... Uh, they were, like, shooting them with guns and stuff, and that was seemingly stopping them, mm-hmm. which seems like... Demons from hell can be killed by guns. Yeah, so, okay, so I have to say... So, the part where, um, what is his name, Tom, uh, Adam Scott's character, Mm -hmm. and Howard go out to find Beth, um, that there's, like, a scene where I was like, what, are we in the Princess Bride? Like, where they get sucked in, you know, remember Princess Bride? yeah. Yeah, they get, Mm -hmm. like, sucked into, like, the sand or whatever. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So, like, I was like, what the hell? And apparently there's, like, an underground cavern or something because this, like, creature is biting this dude's leg enough to leave it, like, pretty fucking mangled up. Yeah. And, um, but I 
when like Adam Scott like and and the and Howard's like screaming, he's like no no because no, he thinks he's gonna shoot him, and he shoots like something else. I was like, oh my god, Adam Scott's a badass. <laughs> like what is happening like that was great like he was so like sure about it too i was like um oh okay oh okay all right yeah Yeah, okay lucky for him he's a pretty good shot when it comes down to it i guess you know i feel like he had maybe never shot a gun in his life just that was the vibe i was getting from him with the axe in titanic (laughs) yes you get one he was just like he was like like so sure of himself that i was like listen i've never been attracted to adam scott but at that moment i was like i might be a little attracted to adam scott (laughs) (laughs) i do like that that monster that was like under the snow was unseen you just saw the lump moving around the snow and there's this feeling of not being safe anywhere because this thing is kind of like like destroys his hummer yeah too which is crazy because that thing is a beast of a vehicle Mm -hmm. and um like i was like oh they're in the hummer they're gonna be fine like that thing is that thing is gonna like that's gonna go through like a nuclear that's what howard was saying (laughs) yeah but it didn't can't you know it's uh hummer ain't nothing compared to krampus you know his his (laughs) jowls were just like pounding on the top of that yeah well i also thought it was interesting when they came across the snowplow that was stalled or stopped Mm -hmm. and they got out and the the driver was gone but um there was a hole in the windshield and howard is like man he must have flown right through the windshield and tom was like no something came in the glass is broken inward and i thought that was really creepy that was creepy and it was interesting how the whole town was like dark and all the houses were deserted and they were the only ones and they were just like so confused about what was happening radio stations weren't working and everything and and they and someone said like oh no you know the neighbors like these neighbors are in hawaii these neighbors are wherever these neighbors are wherever so they're are they yeah everyone was gone like out of town i liked also that that was like very home alone like Mm -hmm. like an homage to home alone where it's like all the neighbors are on vacation at these warm places and when the power went out it like uh the camera zoomed in on the wreath on the door which is exactly what happens in home alone oh really so um, it was like an homage to yeah it? Oh, oh big time that's cool. yeah that's cool and i didn't realize that obviously happening in like a fancy neighborhood and mm-hmm. so that's one of the reasons why i thought the beginning was fun because i was like oh this is kind of like home alone-esque right and so that was cool but yeah no i did not care for the the henchman i think it should have just been krampus or like just go the peter jackson route and do a few men in in really cool costumes right and let's call it a day because i think would have been so much better to have just either just krampus or maybe him and a couple helpers but the gingerbread men were stupid. I didn't care for like the nail gun fight that Howard and the gingerbread men had in, yeah, the, in the kitchen. I, and I, and, well, the dog ate one of the gingerbread men. <laughs> right. was kind of amusing, but not amusing it, enough to make it worthwhile it, to have them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I really was not a fan of, I thought, I was not a fan of the minions. I thought that that took away from the whole creepiness of the story. I think it's like, to me, it's kind of creepy. Well, I mean, as I said before, I think it's creepier to have this like unknown thing coming after you. You have no idea how to even protect yourself, how to be safe, because this thing is like super fucking natural. You know, it has all this, <laughs> all this strength. Um, and, but then you just add in all these stupid toys that are like demonic toys and all of a sudden i was like okay 
okay we're, yeah we're good thank you no we're done that that's it i'm good shut it down we're done like i was just yeah and know, i even yeah. liked at the beginning when the delivery driver came to the house and gave them a package and linda the sister was like is this from you too and there's like this old-fashioned looking yeah. like santa bag was sitting that on the where step. all the toys were that's where all the toys okay. came from so it wouldn't have mattered because i was thinking it essentially it wouldn't have mattered if they kept the fire hot or not because there were like toy evil right. toys in that bag right but um i thought that was creepy how she's like man these people order so much that you know online and right. she brought this old-fashioned looking bag and the guy was from dhl and he's like no it must have been ups that brought it you know right and i thought that that was a really good setup but i didn't know i don't know what i thought was in there like but i didn't expect it to be like stupid cgi toys yeah i i kind of was i was thinking like when they were bringing it in i was like don't don't do that don't bring it in just leave it outside i was because i'm thinking if i was the owner of the house and i saw that i'd be like that's not ours and we don't know who brought that so just leave it outdoors because it's not but yeah, yeah, like, but she wasn't paying attention. Right. And I, yeah. I can understand why bringing it in because she doesn't know, you know? I mean, she didn't know. So, but yeah, I, I like it was just, they're just, this movie was just nothing special, you know? It was, it really kind of like, I, so, okay, so there's, I'm, I keep thinking about this one movie, actually, and they don't, they're not really similar, but they're similar in that they're both, like, Norse mythology related. Um, it's called The Ritual. It's with Rafe Spall, and um, I'm not sure the other actors, I, I haven't seen them in anything, but he, um, actually, that movie is really good, and I recommend that one, but it's, like, about these friends that go on a camping trip, and um, this thing is, like, just taking them out one by one like stringing them up in the trees like all bloodied and shit and so it's like really creepy and you don't know what's going on sounds and like predator it, yeah kind of and it, it ends up being like this creature this like norse mythological creature but the thing is you never fully see it you always see like either it's silhouette or you see parts oh. of it so it's never it's never like fully onward so it's still like always kind of just creepy because you're kind of like, oh, this guy's fighting against this massive thing, but um, you don't really ever see what it looks like. And I think that that is the issue with, and I've seen this in countless movies. You know, I think that like uh, Insidious is a good one because you're seeing what well, like Darth Maul, like we need to see, come on. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? And, and it's, yeah. it's like, don't, there is something to be said about subtlety when it comes to uh, supernatural creatures and ghosts and all that stuff that if you keep showing full on what you're looking at, it's not scary anymore because what is scary about things like that is the unknown, mm-hmm. you know? And so if you know, then you're like, oh, that's just some like old dude that's got well, like like hooves and and a, a weird hooves, hooves and <laughs> like a weird, you know, hat with horns hood, and antlers the horn on thing. Yeah. yeah. And he's very jowly and got sunken eyes. Looks like he's been on math forever. Like, it's there's just nothing really scary about that. Mm-hmm. And I did not like the ending at all. It seemed like it was all a dream. And he, like, when he woke up and he, like, looked outside and everything norm- was normal, I was like, fuck this no fucking way. movie. It's not all a dream. They're stuck in the underworld. 
Oh. That's why they all got really weird when he had the bell, because they were all remembering, oh. like, oh, everything that happened was real. That's how I interpreted it, oh. at Because I was thinking, well, now that we're talking about the ending, yeah, I thought it was interesting that he ran up to Krampus, and Krampus, like, gave him his bell, and the bell is wrapped in the shards of the letter that he ripped up. So Max is going to be kept alive, but he's got one more cousin that they're about to throw into, like, the pit to the underworld. And she, right. he's like, no, take me instead, take me instead. And Krampus, like, wipes a tear off of Max's eyes. And then they throw the cousin in. And then right. they throw Max in. And I was like, I like this ending because nobody gets out. But okay. then he wakes up the next morning and I'm like, oh, so Krampus, like, gave him what he wanted. And then they're having, like, this idyllic Christmas morning, and, and then he gets a gift, and he opens it, and it's the Krampus bell, and he has this memory of his grandma being like, Krampus doesn't come to give, he comes to take. Right. And then everybody starts noticing the bell, and they all sort of get quiet and look sort of Yeah, they all look really weird. Because like, I think yeah. they're all thinking, everything that happened last night was not a bad dream. It happened. And then the camera pans out and they're in a snow globe like in Krampus's underworld. Oh, okay. Wow. I apparently I I did see that, but it didn't like click. Yeah, no, I think it I think they're stuck there. They're like in an eternal like eternal Christmas or something. I didn't I mean, I assume that they're just gonna live in that tiny little snow globe. I don't know, you don't I don't really think about that like what's the story right but i think that they're all just sort of like stuck in a horror show now oh creepy yeah that's why i liked the ending because nobody was okay i can i can see why you like that i it was okay (laughs) for me it was it was just fine it wasn't anything special i mean that's how i felt about the entire movie Mm -hmm. was that at the end of the day, the minions, the little toys coming to life, and the gingerbread men, it really took me out of the story. Yeah, me too. And as I said, I kept pausing it and walking away and doing other stuff. And you like that's when I can tell, like, okay, this isn't capturing my attention. And obviously, you know, I watched it for the epi- for episode, but the reality of it was is that I probably would have turned it off if I we hadn't been. I would have been like, I don't know, this isn't yeah. that interesting enough for me. I think I would have turned it off as soon as like I was like, oh, okay, great CGI. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it, it just it just didn't. It, it was nothing special, and I I wasn't expecting a lot, but I was expecting it to be slightly better yeah, than it was. Me too. Yeah, I really wanted the ending. I was really hopeful that Max would do a thing. Well, well, Max, the, when when Krampus gave him the bell, and you're like, okay, well, he's gonna keep Max alive. Before Max like tried to sacrifice himself, I thought that it would be interesting to have an ending like fade to black, and then have it an ending like seventy years in the future, where Max is now an old man and his family that he's like, yeah. created like his progeny are now in the same predicament and then he like looks outside and sees things start freezing over and you know like and oh, he's like motherfucker <laughs> he, he didn't also didn't try hard enough to i was just wishing that that would be the ending or i wanted just like some tropey newscast at the end to explain like how does the world explain a whole like few city blocks right right people dying like what's the story or were they in like a silent hill sort of parallel dimension the whole time and the the rest of the city is just fine or you know like what what's happening but they never explained that so i was like well the next best thing is that they're all in the underworld 
That makes sense. That makes sense, though. Um, I don't know. I felt like... I felt like the family should have been crappier than it was. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, because yeah. it just seemed to me like it was just opinionated people that were getting together. And I was like, yeah. oh, welcome to my fucking Christmas. Like, that's... You know what I mean? Like, that's every year for me. <laughs> so okay do we deserve to be killed by krampus i don't think so you know <laughs> yeah i mean i don't like you know so because it seems to me like if krampus is going to go after a certain like caliber of person they're going to go after someone who's like you continuously screwed over people for this entire year you're not a good person you didn't care about these people that you hurt like go to bernie madoff's house what are you doing over here in like you know like normalville usa you know what i mean like what are you doing like like visit elizabeth holmes go to r kelly go to fucking you know galaine maxwell why do we like <laughs> normal ass family who like maybe they doesn't believe christmas in santa claus <laughs> they lost christmas spirit it just feels too it feels like the like it I, I kind of just wish that these people had been shittier so when they did get killed it would have been like eh, maybe they had it coming you know what i mean like <laughs> like you're like some dude's like out murdering people on the weekends and you're like okay so he gets killed and he was murdering people well you know maybe don't murder people and then you you know what i mean it was just to me it just seemed like a bunch of people that were just not really crazy about each other like a lot of families are and and they're just forced together because you know they're families and um yeah yeah, I it, think that it, yeah. Adam Scott says that to Max, like, you know, you're forced to get along with them even though you're not really, like, right. that close to them. And it's... Yeah, I... I uh, And I didn't, like, I thought that maybe there should have been more with the marriage between, um, what was Tony Collette's character's name? Between Tom and Tony Collette's character, like, maybe... I don't know. They had like a really shitty marriage where they're like constantly putting their children in, um, you know, in harm's way or they're constantly putting them in the middle. So they feel like they have to choose or something like that. But there was just to me, like the whole family was just like a normal family that's going through its ups and downs like anyone does. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's nothing really truly bad about this. And I to me, I don't count the whole Christmas spirit thing because I don't think that's really part of it. It's just part. It's like being a bad person, you know? I mean, yeah, I guess traditionally, I, uh, you know, like in the in folklore, that's you know. So I don't know. I that's yeah. yeah I think that the movie had potential, but they just decided not to right not right to use it. So Mike also said that the title was really gross. Krampus, yeah, <laughs> Krampus, Krampus. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's like a if that means something else in German or <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't like the, I don't like the title <laughs> of it either. Krampus. It just makes me think of like period cramps. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I've got some Krampuses <laughs> going on. So would you recommend this movie? Uh, probably not. I don't know. I don't think I would heartily recommend it. I think, if you're not put off by a bunch of CGI special effects, you might find it mildly entertaining. 
Uh, I don't think that the performances of some... I thought that the performances were okay. Um, I thought that it had a good idea that just didn't play yeah. out very well. Same. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you were looking for something. I guess if you're looking for something outside of the normal Christmas movie, then give it a whirl. Uh, I believe it's on Peacock. Mm-hmm. That's, how That's I where watched I watched it. it. Yeah. So I guess I would half recommend it just because maybe you want something different than the normal Christmas fair. But mostly I, I don't think I'd recommend it for any like real reason. But how about you? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't, I think overall, no, I don't think I could recommend that to someone and have good income conscience. <laughs> like, to me, it was just stupid. And I, I, it didn't, nothing, nothing about that family felt reasonable enough for them to be taken to the underworld. Like, maybe Aunt Dorothy, but not even her. She's just kind of grumpy. Like, she's just kind of grumpy. Yeah. It was also kind of cool to see that actress, Conchita Farrell, and something else. Because I've only ever seen her in, I think, like, Two and a Half Men I when I used to that watch that show. Well, yeah. yeah. And I stopped watching that show because after a while, I was like, okay, Charlie Sheen, we get it. You sleep with everyone. You're gross. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and that was just kind of... And also like ducky whatever that actor's name is is just so whiny in that show i was like after i was like alan is the character's name i can't remember the actor's name i'm like shut the fuck up please you're so annoying like everything's going wrong for you because you're a piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) anyway so she was funny in that and it didn't feel like too different of a character from her it was very like i was like yeah they pretty much were I think that someone like hired her and they're like, you don't need to change who you are, honey. And just, we want you to be yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, other than that, I, I like the casting. I love Tony Collette. I really like Adam Scott, but, um, and I like, uh, what's her name? Um, Allison Tolman too. Mm-hmm. I've seen her in a lot of stuff. I think she's, she's interesting, but yeah, I, no, it wasn't, it wasn't anything special. So, that's what I got to say. Nope. I would not. So you guys can follow us on Instagram at Watchers and Movies or Facebook at Watchers and Movies. If you have a recommendation, you can do a couple of things. You can either DM us on social media. You can also email us at watchersandmovies at gmail.com. And you can also visit our website. That's watchersandmovies.weebly.com. And thank you so much to Mike for our theme music. Yeah, you can find him on Twitter at the Mike Show 42. His name is Mike Myers. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. And that's it. Bye-bye. Bye.